Hi, this is Jackie. And this is Tana. And you're listening to the Finding Love in the Chaos of Life podcast. This podcast dives into stories, both yours and ours, on finding peace and non-resistance with life's challenges and chaos. Let us inspire and support each other on our journey towards inner peace as we open our stories to the perspective of love. Let's dive in. Hi there, and welcome to the podcast, Finding Love in the Chaos of Life. My name is Jackie Burnett, and uh, my co-host and partner in the series is... I'm Tana Jane Breitenbach, and we are so excited to be here and so excited to have you guys join in on our conversations that honestly, we just have all the time, uh, and we decided... It was time to record them and to send them out into the world. Yeah, that's true. Tana's been working with me on this project for nearly a year now, and we talk about this work all the time. And, you know, truth is, I've been threatening for a long time to do a podcast. I blog and I'm an author and I talk about this material, but I've been threatening to do a podcast for a long time. But I always felt I wanted a partner on this work, someone who was as passionate about what it means to be love. And I think we're going to maybe start by telling the story of how we met, because you're going to find out that this work is when we infuse our beliefs with love, miracles manifest and real change can happen in your life. And um, so, yeah, as I said, I was threatening to do it. And I'd asked many people along the way to join me in terms of taking this message further. And somehow it just didn't resonate and didn't resonate. And a while back, I was. kind of feeling a bit unraveled because I had some students working for me and they were going back to university and I needed someone else to come and help me on my project because they were just it was just too overwhelming for me having to redo my whole website handle the social media and everything else that I put out into you know into the ether out there as material Mm. around the be love material and I was feeling quite frustrated because I thought oh I'm going to have to go back and look at what um, kind of person I want to join join me or or partner with me on this or or even work for me for a short term. And I had traditionally gone through various platforms on social media, you know, putting the word out there that I needed someone or that I was looking for someone. And I'd have a lot of applicants and somehow I just didn't have that energy at the time. And I went to bed one evening, I think it was in April of last year, and I just decided to surrender and said to the universe, look, I believe in miracles, manifest the miracle of this incredible human being who's going to be Mm -hmm. as passionate about this work, uh, somewhat crazy like me, or (laughs) totally crazy like me would be a preference, (laughs) but someone who just knew that this was important, felt that this was important, and wanted to share this with the universe. And so the next morning, I went to yoga. Tana, I'm going to hand over to you because I think we, I'm probably going to interrupt you to add my little bits. <laughs> Please do. But tell me about that morning at yoga. Well, I arrived there at that stage just to do yoga. I'd surrendered my question to the universe the night before, my request, and I was about to walk up to my mat. Tana? Right. So Jackie and I were in the, the changing rooms and I was talking to one of my friends about my intentions for my year, which was last year. I just graduated from Stellenbosch University um, and my plans for furthering my studies had kind of fallen through, which I was devastated about at the time, but the universe works in beautiful ways and it was exactly what was meant to happen. 
So I was in this place where I was like, okay, this year I'm going to try and find a, a job that can help me obviously with income um, and just have a bit of a gap year sort of thing. Um, so I was talking to one of my friends telling her I was looking for a waitressing or an all pairing job um, and that I had a degree in financial planning um, and that I was doing my yoga teacher training at the time at the studio that Jackie and I were both going to. And so I'm talking away, blabbering on high pitch energy as usual, Tana style. And suddenly I get a tap on my shoulder from Jackie and she she looks at me. She says, I absolutely love your energy. I would love for you to come and work for me. I heard that you have a background in financial planning and that's exactly the kind of person that I'm looking for. Um, we started the next day and basically been living in the office ever since because we just enjoy it so much. I think, I, I think I initially committed to maybe a month of work, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even discuss that. It just carried on. <laughs> but, you know, the underlying belief with that was that I knew that I was worthy of finding a, a source of income and a job that I loved doing that could sustain me financially. And I knew that I was worthy of something like that, of, of waking up every day and doing something that I love. And because of that underlying belief... Um, the universe gave me Jackie. That's exactly how it happened. Um, even from my perspective, just slightly different. And I'll share with you now what happened with me, because this podcast is really going to be talking about, first of all, um, mental and spiritual wellness, mm -hmm. um, overcoming physical illnesses, manifesting the miracles. And we'll share a little bit of our own story shortly with you so that you can get some context as to not only why this work matters to us, but what we are trying to do and the message that we're trying to spread. But so there I was, I was clearly frustrated. I decided I wanted to get on my yoga mat. And for those that you know, I did also, I did my yoga teacher training back in 2012 in San Francisco. I took a summer off and did it there. And I'd had actually had one or two people that had worked for me who had done their yoga teacher training. And maybe in some way I thought that was the answer, but I was now at a stage where I thought that was not the answer <laughs> for whatever reason. But I'm in the studio and I'm about to go up, you know, we've got to go upstairs to the studio from the change room and I'm, and I hear this young woman talking and she's talking about the fact that she's looking at possibly taking an au pairing job. A friend of hers was going to resign a month later and maybe recommend her or she would do something in this gap year. And then I heard her saying that she was doing yoga teacher training and that she also had a degree in financial planning that she had just qualified. And everything said to me, speak to this young woman, speak to her. And I, I'm referred to as a young woman because what we find exciting about this podcast, Tana, don't we, is there are a few generations between us. And so bringing the voice of the younger generation and the mothers, me, um, into these conversations. <laughs> but anyway, so there I am. And I think, I, I guess I'm a bit more traditional old school. And I thought, who are you to just interrupt this person and tap on their shoulder? So I went up to my mat. And I got myself into child's pose. And I will be talking later on in, in other podcasts about my guides, um, the messages that come to me, which is really all of this work and the writing. And the next minute was like, they just literally thumped me on my back and it was like this boom energy, like get off your mat, go downstairs and talk to this young woman. So I went downstairs a little sheepishly and trust me, I, I'm, I'm not exactly a sheepish kind of person, tapped her on the shoulder and said, you know, I'm sorry, but I was over listening. I was listening to your conversation. I overheard your conversation and 
do you really want to be an au pair? Because I also heard what she was going to earn as an au pair per hour. And I thought, well, I've got no money, but I can throw a little bit more at the problem. <laughs> and yeah, as I say, the next day Tana came to work, one of the first things she did was um, help me with the audiobook, where I was in final production, final editing of the audiobook, which I did with Pro Audio Voices. In, in the States. And it was about to, you know, be, re- be released about two months later. And I just needed someone to come and listen to it one last time just to make sure that um, the quality, etc. Um, was sufficient so that, you know, it could go out and release into the market. And as Tana said, that was, you know, 10 months have flown by at such a speed we haven't even noticed the time go by and every day the messages just keep coming to us to continue doing the work but there was the miracle me surrendering to my frustration me surrendering to my annoyance me surrendering to my doubt and actually asking the universe and having the belief as Tana had the belief that she was worthy of finding something that really spoke to her spirit that was integrated work to do and as I say yeah we are 10 months later and we're still talking about daring to be love and how to find love in the chaos of life and when we talk about finding love in the chaos of life it's really about finding the miracle the miracle's always there the magic is always there the beauty is always there but for our ability to see it so yeah and that's what we talk about all the time I mean even this morning Jackie walked into the office and I started telling her a story about an interaction that I had with my dad yesterday and we just unpacked it and about how we could look at finding love in that interaction how we could do things differently how we could work with our egos and that's really what we want to share over here Mm. oh and we'll share stories in terms of how we struggle through it daily um Mm. I think the world is definitely at a stage where so many more people are looking for enlightenment, are looking for consciousness. And as I said earlier, what the guides have gifted through me is the understanding that we've actually all got a point of consciousness in our life. We've all found a point of consciousness with a story in our life. And when we can go back to that story or unpack a new story and bring about consciousness to it by stroking it with love and infusing it with love, we can use that toolbox and go to every challenge or every struggle or every fear or every grievance that we have in our life and really manifest the changed perception and then manifest the miracle. So that's how we met. As I said, our intention of our podcast is going to be to talk about this material, to give guidance, to give help. And better yet, we're going to be inviting some of you, the public, to join us and share your data, ask questions. What are you not understanding in your life where you might be struggling? Or maybe you just want to share your dare to be love story of where you have come about and found full enlightenment with a particular conversation or challenge in your life. So let's just start. Tana, why don't you first introduce yourself to the audience? Give us a little bit of background. Yeah, well, I am 22 years old at the moment, living and loving life. (laughs) Um, As I said, I'm a yoga teacher and... I guess I'll go into why this work matters to me and how I really got to this space of being passionate about this kind of work. So I did a psilocybin journey in the beginning of 2022, yeah, last year. And as I said a little bit earlier, I was at a point where I'd just finished um, my degree, I just graduated, and I knew I had this this knowing within me that that path of a financial planner or of corporate just wasn't for me. Even though I had the ability to do it, it wasn't what my spirit's calling was. Um, and so I was called to do a mushroom journey. And in this in this psilocybin journey, 
I believe that I met my spirit for the first time. I felt the overwhelming sense of love and support and um, yeah, real deep support from the universe that I have the ability to do whatever I want to do. And within that, I my spirit was calling to go into this work, to dive in deep into my spirituality, but in part also helping other people get to that point. Um, at the time, I was on antidepressants and I was on medication for ADHD. And by reconnecting to my spirit and finding that joy, that inner joy that is always within us, I was able to come off of those antidepressants and really start enjoying life and finding joy and love in all situations um yeah and come off of my ADHD medication and my wish is to really help other people do that too and to see that you don't have to conform to the conditionings of life and the boxes that we feel like we need to fulfill we have the choice to to live through life with joy um and my wish is to help other people get to that space and to show them that there is another path and there is another option. Another option, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Thank you, Tana. And I think Tana's hit on something very important there because that's really the crux of this work is when we can be with our spirit, and I'm talking about our individual spirit, we can actually access love, universal wisdom. And you know, a lot of us are going through life at, at, at this stage thinking that our soul and our spirit are the same thing. We are actually mind, body, soul, and spirit. And then above that is the fifth dimension, which is universal spirit. And we often hear teachers or spiritual teachers talking about these dimensions. And we've, I don't know, certainly I've, I've heard some people and it seems like it's only, you know, a space for a few select, mm. whereas actually it's a space that we can all get to. And as I said, my guides have um, give, gifted me the message and I basically serve the universe from that point of view and have put workshops together where you too can meet your spirit and see and actually meet your spirit separate from your soul. Now, as Tana shared, she she managed to meet her spirit in a, in a psilocybin journey and I think a lot of people are doing that at the moment, but the challenge then thereafter for Tana and myself is how do you stay connected with your spirit? Mm. And my journey is I, I met my spirit um, in terms of the first time I remember meeting my spirit at the age of two when I had a near a drowning experience. And my, my challenge was always growing up in a very conservative Christian environment was having this open access and, and it's somehow been deemed as being demonic, I guess, yeah. you know, it didn't make any sense. And then at the age of 16, I had a, a chronic illness and I was faith healed in a church. And so for me, it, it just seemed to make sense that it all had to do with the Christian narrative, but it wasn't long in terms of some of the confusion that I was going through that I started suffering with suicide ideation and try to take my life at 16 more than once. And so for me, certainly into my 20s, 30s and 40s, falling in and out of depression, taking on an ego narrative and yes, accomplishing things in my life. So like Tana, I have a background in finance and I dabbled in that world for for quite uh, a few decades, but I was never feeling a sense of joy until I got back to this work. And, um, you know, so for my journey, it was in the pit of depression. I was caught in a snowstorm. Now this was facing my ninth near-death experience and I'm caught in the snowstorm in Colorado, up in the Rocky Mountains, and I'm hiking on my own. And I have another near death experience and spirit comes to me again. So universal spirit comes to wake me up and really remind me 
um, that there's more to life than the pain or the suffering that I'm going through or the lack of understanding of my own pain and suffering. And what was so interesting for me was I didn't even realize that, you know, when I had left South Africa to go to the Colorado, the Colorado Rocky Mountains is that I was actually seeking, my ego was silently seeking for me to take myself out again. It was only after this this moment in the snow of reconnecting that I came back to my cabin and I realized that I had managed to leave um, on my travels to go and finish writing my book, which is Life's Not Yoga or Is It? Finding Love in the Chaos of Life, <laughs> that I realized that I'd actually taken seven boxes of sleeping tablets with me. And I wasn't using sleeping tablets, but in that moment, I realized that my ego was once again seeking death. Wow. And, you know, so I've, I've taken the last 10, and I talk about that in my book, but I've taken the last 10 years to write about this work, publish my book, talk about this material, and what it means to overcome things like, for me, suicide ideation. Tanner, you'll be sharing with the audience down the line in terms of your eating disorder, of how you, you know, it's, it's mm. a silent way of the ego killing you. Yeah. Um, depression, I had chronic fibromyalgia, I had vicious migraines that were tur turning into seizures as a result of my mental health issues that were now manifesting in the physical. And I kept trying to, well, cure myself from a physical level by going to doctors or even, you know, homeopaths or kinesiologists, but I was not connected to my spirit and reintegrating my individual spirit into my body, mind and soul has allowed me to have access again with universal wisdom, something we can all have. And then we can all hear the wisdom that universal spirit, you can call it God, love, universe, source, call it whatever you may, we don't mind. Um, they're just synonyms for us, peace, okay. harmony. There's a whole host of them. And you can go to my website and um, or onto, my, onto the social media platforms. And I don't want to say mine anymore because <laughs> they actually are mine and Tanner's and the whole world. So they belong to all of us, this message that is fed through me. So, yeah, that's a little bit about my journey. And the, the intention of, of these podcasts is to talk about our experiences as well as uh, our healing processes. Um, we'll give you tips in terms of how to cope with things. We're going to have you as the audience come on the show and talk to us, share your stories, share your questions. Because the idea is, as a united front, if we can share our B-Love stories where we have found healing, we can help other he others heal. As well as if you as the audience come to us and ask a question, then we'll sit together and we will try and look at it through the lens of love. Um, Tan and I had such an interesting conversation this morning about a podcast that we want to do about these chaotic conversations that are going on in the world where people are feeling unseen as mm. a result of either their identity or it could be a race issue. And yet we are all spirits of love. And when we connect via that, well, peace and harmony is a given. But it's, it's, it's not always an easy journey. It's a courageous journey. You've got to step way beyond bravery. You've got to step into courage and really ignite the revolutionary inside of you. So Tan, anything else that you would like to just sort of say to the audience in terms of our intention for these podcasts we want this to be a safe place where anyone can return to to see how other people deal with challenges in their life how maybe you can deal with challenges in your life and yeah really work through do the work and that's it's a hard thing to do we can either walk through life unconscious and with our blindfolds on it's a bit of an easier way to do things or we can start to look at ourselves and start to practice healing and how we can really help ourselves without a pill, um, without medication and yeah, learn to take control of our life. And that's the exciting part. I mean, 
tennises do the work and it can be hard but when you work from spirit it's not yeah. hard anymore you it you actually find joy for really for all of your healing modalities or any of your self-help work or any of the um things that you want to do to live a happier more joyful holistic life because i i, I fear that self-help fails many people because when we're working from the lower levels of self, if you're trying to convince yourself in body or convince yourself in mind or convince your soul that these things will be good for me, well, certainly I've noticed resistance and certainly my coaching practice and my business experience, I've seen people who really have struggled to to step over that. But when you work from spirit, when you integrate your individual spirit into your mind, body and soul, well, there's this essence of almost the two-year-old inside of you that wakes up and this joyful experience you have towards knowing that, wow, I have a body. Wow, I have a mind. Wow, I have a soul that can do these things. I can go to gym. I can go to yoga. I can read a book. Um, How lucky am I? Mm -hmm. And it's like, mommy, you know, the two-year-old says, mommy, what is this? And she says, it's a butterfly. And the next day, the two-year-old will say again, mommy, what is this? And the mother's thinking, I told you yesterday it's a butterfly, but he's looking at it again as if it's the first time. Mm. And it's the beauty of that essence, that born to nature, that we are all born to the essence of love. And when we can reignite that inside ourselves, well, then all of this work becomes joyful and certainly more pleasurable. And when you find yourself then becoming stuck again, then immediately, for certainly for me now, I go, oh, I'm not in spirit. I'm trying to force myself that I need to do this. I need to convince myself, go back to spirit, and well, very quickly I can reignite myself and go back. I mean, I was sharing with Tanner this morning. I woke up on Sunday with debilitating fear over the fact that I've sacrificed so much for this project, my career, my income, and then I worry about my financial well-being. And I thought, well, you're just doing it again. I mean, fear doesn't serve you. What is the opposite of fear? Love. And love. so I love. love, love, love. And what does love do? Well, you're, you're probably yes, Tan and I singing. We believe in miracles. We tend to do that from time to time. Our favorite song. <laughs> I don't think either of us are very good at it, but that's unimportant. <laughs> but when I go back to spirit, I can dissolve. I can actually dissolve the fear. I can even dissolve hate because with spirit, spirit only knows love. Our body, mind, and soul understand love and hate, but the spirit only knows love. And then when I can go back to my individual spirit, infuse and dissolve my fear with love, then I know that I'm connected to everything above me, the fifth dimension. And then I'm in the four dimensions, body, mind, soul, and spirit, connect to the fifth, universal spirit, universal wisdom, God, love, source, call it what you may, as I said. And I can then once again approach every day without fear and a sense of joy. If you want to know more about um, finding love in the chaos of life, please go to um, YouTube and check out the YouTube channel. We'll post it in the comment section below, below. And there's a whole talk on what it means to be finding love in the chaos of life in terms of the turmoil and the fracturedness that the world is struggling with and how we can be the change and bring about the change we wish the world to see. So signing off. Thank you, Tana. Thank you. We'll see you again soon. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Finding Love in the Chaos of Life. If you have any questions about today's discussion or would like to come on the show to share your questions or success stories, contact us on Instagram or Facebook. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help spread the Dare to Be Love message, leave us a review or share with a friend. Take the first step 
towards finding inner peace by meeting your spirit. To find out more, visit JackieBurnett.com. See you soon. Hi, Jackie and Tana here. This podcast is intended to inspire, support, and educate you as you journey through the chaos of life towards inner peace. We do not offer any professional health or medical advice as we are not healthcare practitioners. If you are suffering from a clinical condition, mental or physical, please seek help from a certified health professional. This podcast is a Sophie Blue Press production.